0: Good morning, good afternoon, good evening and welcome along to episode 86 of the Sofa Manager Scottish Football Podcast and again, thanks to the wonders of technology, we are back to our 1st try tri-host show, some others might have another title for it, um, in quite some time, I actually can't, not entirely sure the last time we had three hosts on the show, so very, very exciting. On this week's show, uh, we will be talking about um, our all-time best SPFL 11. Uh, trying to put together a team, uh, what, two from each club, Fraser? Maximum limit, is it? That was the idea of it, yeah. That was the idea, so we'll be doing that. Uh, we'll also be uh, speculating at 3 o'clock on Friday afternoon what a decision at 5 o'clock on Friday afternoon <laughs> is going to be. So, retrospectively, it could be an interesting watch. It might not be. And we'll be shooting the breeze uh, with all things locked down. What we've been watching, if we've been watching any of the- the sports scene highlights or full match replays or anything like that anyway joining me is our number one coronavirus survivor we think possibly um he will be in the middle of your screen hopefully when this is all said and done uh we welcome back and a full bill of health uh, hello john hello feeling better are we hi much better thank you good you survived your antics at the pub Yes. <laughs> you weren't part of one of these six hundred and sixty parties that were shut down, no?
1: Uh, well i never got caught, I just jumped the event. Oh, don't
0: don't be saying things like that. <laughs> hey my joining him, we have the cunning host himself, it is Fraser, back for the first time in a while. How's it going? Good. So are we ready to just crash straight on with things? Yes. <laughs> yes, okay. <laughs> roll the roll the video. Right. Topic number one. Fraser, you can explain to us what this is because you were the one that sent this to us in the middle of the week whilst I get up the team I vaguely picked for it.
2: So, uh, shout out to, I think it was Nathan Coles, who I first saw at one of my Facebook friends talking about the English Football Leagues. Um, Name your best ever Premiership eleven. The caveat being, you could only pick two from each team. So no more than you, you couldn't You fill it with the man united team in 99 liverpool team this year whatever mm-hmm. Um, i thought it was quick. down in england i i did the english one it wasn't difficult mm-hmm. it was it was difficult to drop players as opposed to difficult to think of people who actually might be worthwhile so i thought well shift it up to scotland and see how we go with that can't just spill it with Celtic and a uh, Celtic and Rangers player.
0: Well, I think that that's the challenge we had is you were trying to hijink players that had been at two or three clubs to see what you could eventually meld together.
2: Yeah, I, 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 I try my best not to pick current old firm players who you would maybe more associate with different mm-hmm. clubs. Um, like so, for, like just as an example, try not to pick Scott Brown as a Hibs player.
0: Oh well, I I, I basically you, cheated back. in that sense. Yeah, I yes, completely. You done. <laughs> <laughs> uh, do you want you to go first then, Fraser, and read out the team that you ended up
2: selecting? Okay, so um, I struggled mainly for wingers. Mm. There's a few old firm wingers. Guy McKay Stephen was mentioned later on, who it, it was somebody that you could put in, and I wouldn't necessarily pick um, so I went four, one, two, one, two. okay uh, brilliant <laughs> nice central <laughs> uh, no, no wingers uh, so goalkeeper uh, Dundee, Julian Speroni um, throwback a little bit
0: tick, that gives a thumbs up the thing uh, is like, was he that good when he was at Dundee not he
2: played
0: was for final yeah, did he, did he win the he Scottish was, Cup though? No,
2: they got beat in last game. Won nothing.
0: See, Amoroso was never that good anyway. So <laughs> that's, <laughs> that's a joke.
2: That's, I think you may you may have some arguments there. But that's a joke, Rangers fans. Along <laughs> the same
0: line as my comments about Paul Gascoigne years ago, I do not fully <laughs> really mean that. I uh, don't worry about it. They're all trolling the
1: SPFL this afternoon. So <laughs>
2: <laughs> We don't know. <laughs> we don't know. Oh
0: dear, they'll come to this after once it's died down. Do you, do you want to give the goalkeepers? Oh yeah, sure, let's go position by position uh,
1: John, who did you go for? I went for Craig Gordon uh, The caveat being when he was playing for Harps Yeah, so
2: I would agree with you um, Turns out he's played more for Celtic
1: than for Harps Yeah, I find that quite surprising because he was at Harps right back to sort of 2002-2003 season and left I don't know when that would have been 2007, roughly It was a January move that for um, I've
0: either got in my head nine, twelve, or fifteen million.
1: I think it was nine million to Sunderland. Really, I think he's still the most expensive Scottish player to leave Scotland. I don't know if we've paid any more. Uh, no, uh, maybe most expensive Scottish player to leave. Yeah, probably the Scottish leagues. I think it's the highest fee for a Scottish player in the Scottish leagues.
0: The, uh, I'm trying to think. The second closest would maybe be Fletcher. No idea. But I don't think that was nine million. Okay, yeah, I went for tried and trusted Joe Lewis, <laughs> who's been the best keeper I've seen in recent
2: times. I mean, I, I, again, I don't think anybody could argue. I no. mean, obviously, you could argue, but it's it's not a it's not a ridiculous sh- it's not a ridiculous shit. I firmly expected, given your admission at the start, that you were going to say Craig Gordon and Hearts.
0: Who yeah. on? No,
2: you Me. Paul.
0: Oh right, with my scumbag yeah. rules. Yeah. yeah. Well, the, if I was thinking scumbag rules, I would have gone Alan McGregor and Dunfermline, um, oh, Christ. which could have been <laughs> another option as well. But I, I decided not to for a number of good reasons. There. Um, okay, so who did we have at? <laughs> I think this is an easy one. Who did we have at left back?
2: I think the three of us could probably say in unison: Andy Robertson. Yeah, Andy Robertson.
0: Andy Robertson. Who does he play for? We well, was at Dundee Yes, on Queen's Park. I went for Kirk Broadfoot. Um, no,
1: did no, I, didn't. Didn't. <laughs> I did. I absolutely <laughs> did. Unfortunately, did. oh, he had. Even Kieran Tierney pick. Nah, I'm not I bothered. I totally
0: forgot about Kieran Tierney. I know, but I went for two different Celtic players. Ah. In you can yeah, even that, that's Walsh the thing is he was hot. Sh- <laughs> Who's
1: Kieran so
0: Tierney? What? I thought you said Kieran Tierney was at heart. Okay, oh, well, Lee Wallace. Oh, right. I did look at Lee Wallace briefly, and then I thought I never thought Lee Wallace was that good. And you bear in mind, Kurt Broadfoot was part of the Rangers team that went to the UEFA Cup Hold final. On, you've
2: you've picked Kirk Broadfoot as one of your Rangers players? No, as a Kilmarnock right. player. Okay, thanks, so God, <laughs> By the way, like, <laughs> it's bad enough as it
1: is. But
0: actually, I'm not sure if I've got two Rangers. Oh, uh... oh yeah, I do have two Rangers players because I've been scummy and I've kind of worked around one or two things. Uh, But no, I firmly stand behind Kirk Broadfoot Maybe not so much when he was at St Mirren But he's been been alright since
2: Another thing, is he not a right back? Ah! Because was it not him and Lee Wallace That played at the same time? I think they're probably interchangeable I think Kirk (laughs) Kirk
0: Broadfoot's a very diverse player Who actually now plays more of a centre back I don't think he's ever really played left back for Kilmarnock I actually almost wanted to put Chris Burke here as well But thought He's been more of a midfielder. He's a
2: winger.
0: winger. You do a a good job at left back. Anyway, (laughs) moving on. Centre backs. That seems to be the only controversial decision.
2: Okay, Uh, two centre backs. Still no no old-term players uh, for me. Really? I've gone Steven Presley and Russell
1: Anderson. I mean, Presley I would agree with. Mm-hmm. I, think, I think especially when he's a at Hearts he was a really good centre-back I think he got in the Scotland team with that team as well I think
0: Anderson was a tremendous servant to Aberdeen to and a very good defender for them however as soon as he was put up against um, proper attacks i.e. when he went to Sunderland he was sent off within about 30 seconds of his debut <laughs> after giving away a penalty <laughs> um, now admittedly Sam Cosgrove did, did start his Aberdeen career in the same way <laughs> um, and went on to do better things but I, Who
1: did I, you pick, John? I had, well? I had Gary Caldwell when he was at Hibs.
0: I had Gary Caldwell had at Hibs as well, but that was a scummy get-around. Yeah, and
1: I had my first kind of... It, yeah, my first kind of old fun player would have been Bobo Baldi. Celtic uh, centre-back. I mean, <laughs> just just I, I, for the absolute <laughs> bans. Him and Gary Caldwell <laughs> as your two centre-backs. Him,
0: Gary I, I, Caldwell the, and Kirk Broadfoot as your full-back?
2: <laughs> I mean, you you could make it even better to pick another Hibs centre-back. Just for just for the comedy effect. Uh, just shove F. A Ambrose in. Why don't <laughs> 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 I,
0: do, I totally forgot about him. I'm actually very sad he's not made this list.
2: <laughs> but, um, no, I mean I I, I I can't particularly argue with Caldwell. Um the Baldy one I think there was three centre halves on that Celtic team alone. I oh, could
1: have picked what the would do with that Celtic team might Van Dyke would have been the obvious choice, but I went
0: for Van Dyke, Caldwell and Van Dyke was my,
2: my yeah. choice I guess it comes down to that thing was Van Dyke amazing for Celtic and I guess the answer is in the SPL, yes you just he's just gotten better
0: <laughs> he's not gotten better he's just been tested a little bit more <laughs> than perhaps he was up here ok I, 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 I don't ever remember Stephen Presley ever being that great to be honest
1: he was during his hard very yeah, yeah, Very, very good player. Yeah.
0: Um, okay. He's very highly rated in the game. Like everyone talks about him being a good coach and things like that. So um, Actually, that's true. Because I could I could technically have called myself saying uh, maybe spoiling a little bit two folk players in this team. Hmm. Well we'll leave the we've yeah, leave, we'll the leave the listeners we'll leave. to guess. Yeah. Or the viewers.
2: Uh, uh, I think other honourable mention, Amaruso.
0: See, I was trying to think the other day, he was a centre half, was he? Um, well problem was um, he used to attack a lot I think from what I remember so I couldn't really place him as whether he was a holding midfielder or a defender he was my favourite player when I was a young boy and possibly striding about in a ranger shirt when I was young naive and didn't know any better
2: bright orange ranger shirt I remember
0: that uh, bright orange one and the NTL the blue one. ones yes NTL home broadband crackers back in the day Right, and if you had those uh, my right back, also a Rangers player. Alan Hutton is who I went for at right back.
1: Yeah, I went for Hutton as well. Who oh, did you? I, I went
2: with the other Rangers right back on the left. You that
0: didn't right. go Tav, did you? Nah.
2: Rexon yourself. Rexon.
0: Oh Rexon, right. sure. <laughs> okay. Fair enough. Like, you can't say Verney he's better than Alan Hutton. No, I cannot. You can possibly argue for Rixen, I suppose. I'll allow it.
2: Um Again, interestingly enough, he's another one that you could almost played a lot of his time at CDM. Mm-hmm. But my all my memories of Rexon are from right back.
1: Well, it's just guess. him like, we're number two in the back that's just right back through and through. Yeah, yeah. So he's just that uh, image just does everything for Rexon. But I think uh, I went for Alan Hutton just for the kind of longevity I had at Rangers. Uh when I was kind of watching football, kind of matches my kind of time I think he must have been in that Europa League or the UEFA Cup final as well. He must have been in that team. I
0: just remember him. He was so fast um, when he was at Rangers. And he was actually really good for Scotland as well in terms of bombing up and down. He just
1: picked the wrong clubs afterwards. That kind of ruined
0: his career a wee bit. Well, I think things went all right at Tottenham, did they not? It was okay, but I think he
1: fell in and out with management.
0: Yeah. And then... Villa? Villa, Villa doesn't go it well. Was
1: it not Mallorca first? Uh, Mallorca as well. I think that was a loan thing though,
0: was it not? it was a loan
2: from Villa, was it?
0: And then he came back and then he still played intermittently. It was like, kind of Snodgrass at West Ham I thought was done for a while and then kind of came back. It all
2: depends on who the manager was. That's the thing I suppose in football. Yeah, I love Hutton for Scotland. I think it's that energy and... It's that sort of will to win. Him and Robertson playing together, I'd I'd love to have seen.
0: In their primes. Yeah. Uh huh. Okay. there's
1: they solve so many problems as well? <laughs> <laughs> I
0: know. It's just a shame Akechi Anya never played in the league. I would have had him on my list as well. Um, our midfield. Where do we want to start with the midfield? Uh, oh, who's your defensive
1: midfielder, Fraser? Scott Brown.
0: Hmm. Did you have Scott Brown on your team, John? I did not. I did not either. And whilst I think he's been a consistently good player mm-hmm. throughout his time, I don't think he's ever been like, like. How many player of the years has he actually won?
1: Possibly. I don't think he's that kind of player, though, but I think but he is. And I, he, I, the biggest problem I had is I had one of my centre mids is Barry Ferguson. So I think his team Rangers would have been. And for Scotland as well. Absolutely brilliant. What a player. <laughs> But to have it up, this is the kind of really shitty tactical. So, sorry, type. but
2: I've never heard Barry Ferguson called exciting.
1: He used to do oh, a lot of tapping, that's, well, that's all ma- I remember. Ma- he master days. of the square ball. If you wanted a kind of defensive midfielder, it was either him or Scott Brown. Yeah. And I decided to go for Barry Ferguson instead.
2: And I went with the longevity. So did it for him, did it for Celtic, still doing it nowadays for Celtic.
0: Well, it's interesting. Like when he left Hibbs, it was him and Kevin Thompson were the hot properties. He went to Celtic. Kevin Thompson went to Rangers. You look at how, who had the better career out of that. Um, you know, so he's ah, he's been a stalwart of our game for almost far too long now. So good on him. Uh, my central midfielders. One of them was slightly inspired by Fraser, but I think I've been a bit scummy. Uh, I went for John McGinn at St Mirren, um, even though he probably. Better for Hibs. I don't think I've even got two Hibs players in here. So let's say John McGinn for Hibs. <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, did he uh,
2: play for Hibs in the Premiership though? Yeah, he did. Oh, yeah, he did. Mm. Must have done. I
0: would be I, shocked,
1: I shocked
2: if he didn't.
0: I don't I know. Think, I think for a year he did. I'm sure of that. For um, at least hope. a year. That's, That's one
1: for the listeners. Oh
0: well, either way, the oh, well, you can, the, the submitting cop out work though. It must. Mm. <laughs> it might do. It might not. Oh,
2: John, no. John! McGinn must have played SPL. There's no way he did not play top league football.
0: I'm entirely he's sure he played. Goal. I thought he. He definitely played one season top flight at Hibs. Definitely. Uh, okay. Well, will skip on from um, that. My other central midfielder is Victor Wanyama for Celtic.
2: Yeah. Okay. I. Like, I mean, especially given what he's done down at Spurs, and to start with, anyway. Not so much recently.
0: It was between him and Beram Kayal, so I thought. <laughs> I, I would okay. definitely say
2: you went with the right one there.
0: Yeah, uh, those two. Kayal was a good player. <laughs> no, okay. I was near, I was nearly gonna put he's a Geary in this list as well. Um, ah, he's left back. Oh, so that yeah, maybe yeah. would have been better than Kirk Broadfoot.
2: Uh, I mean, the the other the other defender that I feel like we missed Stephen Whitaker. Uh,
1: Nah, nah. I Anyway remember, I, remember, I said Davey Weir Maybe as a centre back Davey Weir I considered To be honest but I, that's overall
2: been over old ground I, 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 yeah. <laughs> uh, but, uh, John McGinn um, Was actually nominated For the 2017-18 PFA Scotland Players Player of the Year In the SPL Okay that's
0: fine <laughs> <There you go. laughs> I was about to say That last piece of information Was the one they needed. So he did yes. play at least A season here yeah. uh, Is that
1: so well, it, my, my other centre midfielder would have been Stuart Armstrong yeah, you, of, you're using Dundee United there I'm using Dundee United for, I am cheating It <laughs> <laughs> was very good for Dundee United as well I think he must have got to the Scottish Cup final that season potentially that was a brilliant yeah, team bro yeah.
0: like, the, he, the youngsters they brought through between him Souter, Mackay Steven latterly Gold. Robertson, yeah, as well, was just like sort of golden generation.
1: We actually thought that Chief Chief was a good player.
0: That <laughs> <Nadir laughs> Chief Chief was a good player. <laughs> <laughs> they had a few good strikers that kind of came and went. Where did he end up?
1: Someone was trying to get him on loan when he was he, at Celtic. Did he go for Dundee United to Celtic? I think he did. I think yeah, he did. Yes. Then he went to Greece or Cyprus or something like that. I'm sure.
0: I'm trying to remember. I'm sure David Fernandez used to play with them. He was a good striker as well. Anyway,
1: any more sentiments? Any more for any uh,
2: No. Did, did we all take um, John again? I did not. No, I. I did. Not. I did. Okay. Well, uh, I had, and I have managed to lose it. <laughs> uh, Christ. I've
1: seen
0: of right. Whilst Fraser looks for that, John, who did it's you been- put as your uh, wide
1: footballers? White uh, men, sorry. The two white men are both Aberdeen players. Uh, really? I have for uh, Sonia Luco on the left and Ryan Fraser on the right. So I went
0: for Sonia Luco on the left, but in Rangers guys as opposed to Aberdeen guys. Uh, so I'm going
2: to hang up this call. You use Sonia Luko
0: as a Rangers player. I am disappointed in you. He scored in... Uh, he scored an goal that that remember. <laughs> but it was a very good goal it was in an old firm derby you know, that sends him down in lore uh, with the uh, Rangers uh, fans uh, and I wasn't going to put Darren Mackie down as an Inverness Caledonian Thistle player I mean that's just sacrilege <laughs> um, so I think Ryan Fraser's definitely a good shout although he barely I played, played very much. I, I,
2: I couldn't have told you he played in Scotland at all played with Aberdeen he had
0: a good I think half season and he made a very good move going to Bournemouth who actually supported him Uh, but he left at like 16, 17. Uh, Similar player that did that, Fraser Fivey, right in as to where he ended up and how his career went um, (laughs) since his move from Aberdeen. Um, To be fair, his hair matched the football kit for a period of time in his career as well. So (laughs) happy days. Uh, I also had Sonia Luko on the left. On the right, one of my cult favourite footballers who was brilliant for me in FIFA and was about the only skilful player in the league for a time. Medi Taul, who used to play for Kilmarnock if you remember him.
2: So, <laughs> given, given my struggle finding layers,
1: yes, like, this isn't helping I, I, the argument, is it?
2: <laughs> it's, it's not helping the argument, but I can't, I can't hundred percent argue with Dull if you if you were desperate for a win. I mean, the fact you haven't picked, you've picked a look over Loving Crans hurts. me Pierre Loving Crans was my favourite player mm. for yeah. a long time.
1: Um I've yeah. Stopped, yeah. the team. I, I, that was my only problem.
0: That's the tail end of my knowledge, Love and when he was in Scotland, unfortunately.
1: And even though, like him, Michael Moles I was going to try and fit in. That was a struggle as well.
0: Yeah. Are I mean, any of these players as good as Medi Taul was? I don't think they were. <laughs> I don't think they were. Same with Suleyman oh. Koulibaly when he was at Kilmarnock as well.
1: <laughs> the only other winger that I tried to find it didn't really work would have been uh, Nakamura. Ah, uh, that's yeah. a good shout. But I would have had him as kinda of a left or right midfielder. Uh,
0: See the only thing I really remember about him was him scoring the free kick against Man United. Dead, dead ball
1: delivery.
0: Oh it was his free kick's presentation. He was he was like a better Charlie Mulgrew, I think some might say. Um I would, I would rather compare him to Beckham, I like <laughs> Okay. <laughs> uh, strikers in which
2: case well, so so just to finish off my sentiments. Oh. Uh, also took John again, um, oh. Kenny McLean and Russell Lattape
1: Yeah, see, I, I regret not picking him
2: Lattape for who?
1: Bulkert
0: Okay, I love it I was just checking whether it would be a
2: Hibs or a Rangers selection Don't oh. <laughs> oh, no uh, I, had to, I had to get one Bulkert player in there and I think I think most people would Maybe it's
1: just because I'm a Falkirk fan. I would say a lot of people was a Falkirk player over Rangers or Hibs. Uh, I th- certainly
0: over Rangers. I think Hibs fans. He probably had a more successful spell at Hibs. Although were-
1: he had a longer career at Falkirk, he did at either of them. Yes. Yeah, he probably well remembered that Hibs as well. Rangers less so, definitely. Because he played in like the six-two game, I think for Hibs. Right. which would have been what mix with Pat and you sc- scoring that game I think as I well think did as well. there's a lot of players that year that I don't really know much about because you'd have had Pallinen would have been a good choice for a kind of striker uh, John Robertson might have played the kind of tail end of oh, his yeah, career I'd, in the Premiership I'd, years I'd, I'd be that, be kind sure of thing. that I think
2: but, and, and I guess as much as we've, we've tried to keep this to 98 onwards there is obvious bias here given that we were only four when I that change happened and John would have been even younger
1: I yeah, think there's, there's a really massive
0: big, biases you. towards our teams as well though like you know Falkirk selections, Aberdeen selections I would struggle to remember you know we were on the blower the other day talking about folk like Ben Jaloon and stuff that played with Hibernian who would probably I mean,
2: there's, be on there's, some people's I've, lists and things I've sent this out to like a couple of my other like sets of friends like my, my old uni friends who are big football fans Hey, this hey, guy up. with all his pals, eh, hey, Jeez, yeah. oh! <laughs> uh, but it's just—they're like, not. Some of the names I barely even recognise.
0: Um, so many friends—that's the problem, Fraser. You see, when you're getting responses from all these people.
2: <laughs> uh, uh, Ivan Sproul was mentioned. Uh, yes. for perhaps who apparently got team of the decade mentions. Jose, thanks Jose, thanks Jose. Oh, Jose! Oh. I
0: thought you were talking about Jose Concalves There, I was like, what? No, no, no.
2: Uh, trying to see who else got mentioned that uh, Frank De Boer Andy Considine Raphael Scheit, <laughs> uh, Oh shut up Lubo, Lubo Rudy Scatchell.
1: Oh Rudy Scatchell would have been a good one uh,
0: The problem is Rudy Scatchel was only good for a relatively short period of time and then okay, ended his career so essentially good. at Wraith Rovers bear and mind So good though Yeah but he played for Wraith Rovers in the end I mean <laughs> come on
2: uh, Phil O'Donnell getting a mention, James Fowler for Kelly at right back. Uh, well, James
1: Fad would have been in that team as well.
2: That's true. Uh, and for Fadden Kelly. Been no, Malo. Yeah, Motherwell,
1: the well. Phil O'Donnell team.
0: Ah, uh, you know Frank DeBoer only played fifteen games for Rangers.
2: Yeah, I mean, I, I don't, I, I don't get the Frank DeBoer. Ronald DeBoer, I, I, I understand hmm. because I, I feel like he was such a. Integral part of that just golden generation for Scottish
0: football. We probably, if we would have been of a more vintage, we would have been looking at folk like Loudrop and all oh, that. I don't
2: think Loudrop was uh, here late enough.
0: That would have been 94, 5 yeah, maybe. So We would have been of an age, I'm not going to give that away. <laughs> but we were alive at that point in time.
2: The, right, even, even McCoist might have been playing at the tail end of that
0: 98-99 well speaking of McCoyst strikers John you go first this time
1: oh, that's obvious choices it's Larson and Boyd yeah, I, I, don't, I, I can't wait for
2: Pauls right. I'm concerned <laughs> but those, are, those, those just have to be the two but I mean Larson and Boyd would be the most unusual <laughs> interestingly head. enough Michael Higdon was mentioned by one of my uni pals
0: he is one of the most prolific scorers in the league, to be fair. Uh, my selection um, Craig Brewster of Inverness Caledonian Thistle and Paul Heffert. No, I'm joking. Stop. 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 Um, Darren Mackey, uh, Aberdeen, Lee Miller, Dundee United, which was a scummy get around as well. Because. My entire footballing philosophy in FIFA has been entirely based on the Mackie Miller principle of you have a quick guy that runs after the ball and you have a tall guy to net the actual goals. And it works. See, as you can see, I'm so passionate about this. I'm knocking my radio equipment out of the way. It works so brilliantly. And to this day, if I ever set up a team in FIFA, small, fast guy, big, tall target man, works the street every time. Although, there has to be some credit to Craig Brewster, who I do genuinely believe is an amazing footballer. <laughs> you don't think so, John? No. He managed teams when he
1: was still like 27 and still scored heaps of goals for fun. I, mean, I remember watching Craig Brewster play for Bob and for Inverness and he was absolutely dung. Not true, not true.
0: <laughs> he scored a goal when he came to play for Aberdeen against Hibernian in the Scottish Cup, one of only like three appearances he actually made for them. And sensational. The whole game was rubbish. And the only piece of brilliance came from then. Conversely, Lee Miller also scored a goal for Aberdeen against St Johnston, which was a dreadful 0 0 game all over it. And he managed to manufacture a foul by bringing down another St Johnston defender in the box and making it look like the St Johnston defender had taken him down and got a penalty. That
1: doesn't sound like Lee Miller. <laughs> well, do
0: you know what I thought, though? He doesn't do that now. Like his game's obviously evolved over time. He used to be that big kind of divy showman, but he seems to seems to have lost that a bit. So uh those are my two. I think that's well explained and hard to argue with. Darren Mackey will forever remain my idol. You can actually see possibly above me. No, you can't see above me. I've got my signed picture of him.
2: Yeah, I, I expected Darren yeah. Mackey from you. I, I I almost would have been disappointed if you hadn't uh Lee Miller. I mean, he could have had Boyd He's tall <laughs> He's not as good looking
0: Come on yeah.
2: That's a totally different argument you know. True True
0: Another podcast for another day
2: <laughs> well, We are running out of football games To talk about it, aren't we
0: <laughs> <laughs> The best looking team Of
1: 2020 It doesn't rhyme as good as 2019 But we'll have to go with it so, well, Any other kind of honourable mentions For strikers Lee Griffiths must have been one of them Paul Heffernan <laughs>
2: Lee Griffiths definitely Griffiths would need to be up there um, Kevin Kyle
0: mm. Longevity like I mean really
2: no, I'm, jo- I'm like,
1: joking massively um, Stevie Naysmith particularly for Kelly,
2: Kelly Rangers aye Dado perhaps now Novo even
1: aye nah well we've we done D as well so we had a long spell playing the Scottish football
0: he was just persistent, though. He was never really that good.
1: I mean, still
2: a of a reason, part of that Europa League team.
1: Still kills me to this day, but his goal in the Aye. 2008 yeah. Scottish Final is just unbelievable. Yeah. I still remember sitting, waiting on my burger, getting, sitting, thinking to me, I'm watching on the telly while he's scoring it live behind me. I was only about, what would that have been, 15 or 16 year old. Devastated <laughs>
0: Only fifteen or sixteen. <laughs> Hardly a year ago. <laughs> yeah, but I'm you made it sound like you were a wee toddler there for a second. There was my fragile self, sixteen years old, waiting on my burger.
1: Devastated. Last, last time I'm going for like a half-time pie.
0: <laughs> it's absolutely not. <laughs> it's
2: absolutely <laughs> not. That did
0: not deter you in any way, shape, or form. <laughs> it's god for life. Razor did we hear your strikers yet? Uh,
2: yeah. Uh, and Boy alright
0: oh, okay boring uh, I think we were oh, right. we were talking the other day that I think uh, who was the most prolific boy to scored the most goals ever in the league
1: i uh, he had scored something yeah. like 225 200 goals or something like that then yeah. it was Griffiths no it wasn't was it depending on what league uh, what crappy what website you looked you at yeah. you not- looking at it was, I think Larson should have been second yeah I think the consensus would be, be second then. It was Griffith's third. Right. And you're looking at players like Michael Higdon, Anthony Stokes had scored a surprising amount of goals. Stokes could have been a shout as well. There was a bit of a mention. Um, beyond that, I'm struggling to remember. Is this average goal this season? Is that what this is? Because that was a really strange number. Pretty sure
2: Chris
1: Boyd
2: didn't score 21,000
0: goals. <laughs> Not yet.
2: <laughs> what is this? I do believe is this that... Goals, a, goals permit, uh, no, it's not that either. Okay, <laughs> let me work this out. Talk
0: amongst yourselves. I okay. do believe that... Uh, I remember when I worked at Kilmarnock, the Kilmarnock announcer used to go out with him to a certain bar in Kilmarnock because they got free drinks there all the time. So there was always a Saturday night that you could always expect. And the Kilmarnock announcer, was probably about the same size as Chris Boyd was at the time as well. <laughs> <laughs> um, with their respective round bellies. Um, uh, okay,
2: so I've got goal, goals per minute here. All right. Or like, so how many, how many goals per minute, like goals per minute? Sorry, minute, minutes per goal. Sorry, goals per minute would be quite impressive.
0: Well, they very low statistics. Of minutes per goal. So uh, is this over the entire time?
2: Right. So this is going back. It's definitely going back to um, Celtic's UEFA Cup final year.
0: So early 2000s um, one of those is in 2000
2: and, uh, one of those is in third place um, that unsur- unsurprisingly s- um, fashion. Fashion. Sam Cosgrove is highest on the list outside of old firm teams and
0: well see, see I would have thought Cosgrove would have done alright the, on the basis that he wouldn't have played as many games as a lot of these trudging strikers and he does score relatively
1: speaking a lot of goals no, like above or below ninety minutes? Uh, there
2: is one person below You'll ninety minutes. Uh, oh. They are currently in the SPL or the Scottish. But Premier not League.
0: playing any minutes because they're so scared of losing their record. <laughs> 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 maybe Griffiths then.
2: it, uh, it, is, it is not Griffiths? Is in six, 124 minutes ago. Oh my God! Who else is playing then?
0: Uh, it's not Morelos. He is eleventh. Oh, 24th. is it? Is it Defoe? Because Defoe is, doesn't get many minutes. It is Defoe. And there you go. All oh, right. Oh, yeah. uh, Edward. Someone that cheats the system.
2: Edward second, which is quite impressive given oh, he just about every minute for Celtic. Yeah. Um, you see
0: uh, Dembele's comments the other day about the Rangers patch.
2: I didn't see them, but I can guess what they would have been.
0: Well, he was saying it was the only thing they were going to be lifting this season, because I think uh, they've they've put up the pitch and replaced <laughs> it. I was like, cheeky. Eh? Shouldn't laugh.
2: Exactly. Can, can I take back my Sam Crosgrove shout? I just assumed that was uh, ninth place on the list, 134 minutes per goal. Chris Killen.
0: <laughs> that's not recent.
1: Uh, that's a throwback.
0: Now, that would have been Hibernian, I'm guessing, would it?
2: Oh Well, to be fair, Celtic as well, so... He did, uh, He
0: barely would have played a minute. He for got Celtic. two
2: goals for Celtic, so it counts as Celtic, apparently.
0: That's uh, like uh, oh, who's that player that played with Hearts that went to Rangers? Velichka probably had. <laughs> so, so. That's what uh, and where's then, Chris Kellen from, John? He's New Zealand. He is New Zealand, yeah. indeed. Tech.
2: Uh, okay, so goal scoring right? There's definitely something wrong with this list
1: because Larson's not even on it. What happens when you do things on the fly? <laughs> yes,
0: exactly. <laughs> Welcome to the the world's most organised episode eighty six of the Super Manager Scottish Football Podcast. Um, so I think I think our teams all had something interesting. I think Mines was maybe the least considered. It was the most left field.
1: <laughs> it was the most left
0: field, but I love the inclusion of Medi Towell and he will rem- forever remain one of my favourites. Kirk Broadfoot, I was reaching at straws at that point. I was literally <laughs> can think of it. and you know. With banter so that was that yeah, but certainly some good mentions uh, now we also have today the SPFL and I'm refreshing the BBC sport website on the Scottish exactly. football section thing. Um, to see what's happened, uh, there's a vote taking place as to whether they are going to essentially conclude the season now for the lower leagues that would happen as of this moment I believe for the premiership they would again uh, in the event of worst come worst case scenario, they would end it because they seem to be really keen to pick up and get going as soon as the Sky deal picks up at the beginning of next season. Uh, which should be July time, would it? I think it kicks in effect the 1st of July. To July. Um, so, what do you want to start with? Our thoughts on stopping the lower leagues now, or do we want to focus
2: on the premiership first? I mean, I, I think the premierships are slightly less
1: it's, less contentious. Press,
2: it's, it's a less pressing matter as well because I think they're just looking to delay the decision. Mm. Waiting wait on UEFA to announce their European places.
1: Well, the interesting thing about the Premiership though is the fact that the vote also defers any kind of ruling on postponement or effectively stopping the league it goes to the board rather than to the 12 member clubs. So it becomes a board decision to effectively nullify the Premiership which I think quite interesting. What do you mean nullify so, the premiership though? They just well, ward it. Rather than, so the vote just now is to, like the, the leagues in Championship League 1, League 2 immediately stop mm-hmm. positions are as The vote also interprets that the Scottish premiership will be postponed at the moment for the decision to effectively stop the league and then dish out everything on points per game falls to the board mm-hmm. and then the board at any point in time can make that decision. Right. So no longer becomes one of the twelve league clubs no longer are not going to make that decision. To. So yeah. they're completely taken out of the equation. The um, SPFL board can they can literally do the vote and go, All right, well we'll postpone the Scottish Premiership. they could come back on a Monday morning and go, Ah, you know what, we're just gonna wipe it out. And that's a board decision because they've given them I mean, the authority. I mean, see the
2: end of the day. That's what a board's there for. The board's there to make yeah. those decisions. That's not a club's decision to make.
1: To an extent, it depends on what you define as what's effectively the shareholder of or the stakeholder in the board, which will always fall back on and say it's the member clubs. Mm. Which is a that's why they're having this vote at the moment. It's, it's still can kind happen of there as to whether this vote will pass or not. Well, you'll know listeners when you'll you're watching this just now. <laughs>
0: I mean, the thing is, because a a part of this as well is that they want their uh, prize money just now to ensure the continuity and survival of most of these clubs. Now, I think if you want your prize money now, you call the league now because there's no point
2: in... No, I mean, that's the only option. You can't give prize money out and then keep the league going. No, it doesn't make any
0: sense. Um, In terms of competitively, I think every league there's at least a 10 point gap between first and second apart from one. Um which, you know happens to be <laughs> the Falkirk League. So happy days there, but they do seem to be pressing ahead with like relegations and promotions. Uh, with playoffs kind of frozen out at the
2: moment. No, no, uh, no, no playoffs. Just top team goes up, bottom team comes down. That's that's the proposal at the moment. I believe think that,
0: that, that's a shame because I still think you could hold playoffs in the summer. Because playoffs generally run later than the
2: normal you season. hold. It all of this in the summer this is absolute bloody nonsense I don't know I'm, I'm not sure you could I don't know if they're going to be enough time yep. ah. I know down in England they've said it's, it'll take a minimum 56 days to, to, play to play the to play the season out
1: um, I still think this is all kind of short sighted as well because surely they could finish this season whenever they wanted they could run this into October or November time if they really really wanted to and they could have like a brand new and they could move to summer football from March time onwards and I think they're still missing a massive, massive opportunity to do that.
0: Well, the the BBC article was now saying that with the current setup, there's a, now a greater appetite for a 14 team.
2: Oh, I'm I'm desperate for restructure. That's my call on it. Well, there, there's, that's why only end the leagues as it is. Give the prize money out. Give the titles out because it's mm. sensible. Mm-hmm. It, it fan safety, players safety just be done with it uh-huh. and restructurely 3 to 3 16 team leagues.
0: yep well the, the proposal that was up there was the 14 one which and is just weird
2: four, and the, four, the 14 one some of have you have you read the permutations on it's like the top 10 <laughs> there will come a point in the season where the top the top 10 split off and form their own league and the top four in the championship will be automatically promoted. And they'll have their own league with the four teams at the bottom. Ooh. And there'll be promotion and relegation out of that. And it'll be the same for all the leagues. Go- and it's really ridiculous. complicated. It's Thank ridiculous. You. <laughs>
0: Thank um, you. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yes. Because I think three, I've got a bleep John from earlier as well at some point. There's <laughs> three 16-team leagues.
2: You can have whatever playoff. What you bought, No split. Just
0: run your run your league. I mean, I'm on I'm on board with that, especially having worked at a, at Falkirk and at Muir the last two years with the the two ten team leagues. It gets ridiculous as to how often you're seeing the same teams over and over again. And it, it does breed some familiarity, uh, which is not necessarily a bad thing, but it is it's
2: very repetitive. I mean, yeah. the one the one thing that I think. Clubs may look for, for from that perspective as they do lose out on six or eight games a season, so three or four home gates. So perhaps you'd see an increase in ticket price. Mm-hmm. Thanks, Gary, for that. Uh, I've said I'd give them a good a shout out. Oh, to
0: yeah, hi, 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 Gary!
1: <laughs> oh, guys, hey, one, of, one of the many <laughs> friends. Early,
0: one of the many friends. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah,
0: John, you got anyone to shout out or are you just on your toddler there? None at all, I've been oh, self isolating for like three <laughs> weeks. To, glorious. <laughs> Same here. if you're not on the Sofa Manager podcast, I don't speak to you, that's the gist. <laughs> <laughs> Perfect, Gary. Hi, Gary. <laughs> anyway, sorry, um, 16 team leagues, aye.
2: Gate receipts, I think. And... Um... I think a lot of the worry also is the, the Sky deal will fall through because, oh, well, if we're only getting two old fun games a year, then do we really, do we really mm-hmm. care?
0: Mm-hmm. Uh, they are here. very, very focused on this Sky deal at the moment, which I think is very short-sighted. Yeah. Um, I think that down the line, that'll hurt them because I don't think the numbers on Sky are going to be that good or justify
1: the money that they're going to put towards it. They don't justify anything the Sky deals. It's a lot of money for us because we have absolutely nothing else coming in. But from a Sky perspective, it's absolute pennies, and I don't know why we are so fixated on it. When BT's you know,
2: coverage is better in the first place.
1: BT's coverage is a lot better. I know that we're offering less money, which says a lot about the hierarchy of BET. Yeah. You have a good product, but you're not willing to invest in it basically.
0: Yeah, but at the same time, you can invest money or you can invest time in it, and it comes to the point where what's more important the the financial aspect of it or growing your audience from a good product now we were actually quite rude about the BT coverage or certainly the SPFL was rude about the BT coverage saying that
1: they never put enough effort towards it which I thought was a total shambles yeah, of a comment yeah, so, why well, far and away better than Sky and if anyone from Sky is watching you're a shambles and fuck off <laughs> 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 but honestly they are absolutely horrendous
0: John, you are never getting your job um, on Soccer Saturday reporting the goals <laughs> from Dallas Hamlet anytime soon. Now that you said goal that. show on BT. Yeah,
1: BT. <laughs> <laughs> I'd rather be in the European goal show than I would be on Sky Sports News on a Saturday. You got to start somewhere, Johnny. Eh? <laughs> Honestly, <laughs> is The kind of shambolic. Though. I mean, I do not want to sit and watch Chris Boyd on a Sunday morning. Oh, sh-
0: like, sh- if anyone at Sky is watching, hi, I'm I'm Paul Menzies, nice to meet you. Um, I'd love to add to the coverage you've got over there. I'm a big fan of Chris. I was actually complimenting his weight earlier in the podcast. <laughs> um the I should, man he is. That's just because you're
1: our big massive Rangers fan. <laughs> you're the blue nose of this group. John Bruni Bear is what you're absolutely you are. not. Yeah, just absolutely. because I picked Barry Ferguson over Scott Brown means nothing. Like. <laughs>
0: uh, what am I saying? I'm a big Kirk Broadfoot loving over here, so. Um, Aye, so daft. It's so all very financial, and we are suggesting things that basically aren't going to happen. Unfortunately,
2: I'm not. I'm not sure the restructure so out of the question. There is a. Few, I know there's a few clubs that. I mean, I think it was a Fulke board that
1: came out very. Nah, that was again. That was tinted. to was like well, we're not going. was vote for
2: towards if we, well if we're not going to win the league, then there shouldn't be a league. Yeah. <laughs> I, I
1: understand.
0: It's a funny that. attitude, that isn't it? Aye. Yeah. The biggest
1: yeah. thing, the yeah. Fulke. I think basically was like. The kind of undertone of the Falkirk kind of statement was basically: if you offer us a little bit more money, then we might consider this.
2: I'm mean, just mm. trying to have a look to see what the, the votes, the rules are on the votes.
0: So there are currently what 42 teams in the in the organisation.
2: Yeah,
1: basically you need nine out of the 12 Premiership clubs to approve it, plus eight out of the 10, 10. Championship teams, and then 15 out of the 20 League One and League Two teams combined. Came up with these, who came up with these numbers, by the way? Oh, well, that's, that's effectively
2: it. 75%. Aye. Yeah, which, which makes sense. My problem then comes when it comes to the restructure, where the rules then change to it needs to be 11 out of the 12. Yeah. Which essentially means if the old firm don't want it, then we're not going to change it. So mm-hmm. every uh, it could literally be 40 teams in Scotland vote, we want this change. Two of them and don't. then the two old firm don't. And that's,
0: that's what happens. Well, unfortunately, they are two of by far the heaviest hitters in Scottish football and the only reason we get most of our revenue in the first place. So I
2: understand
0: of, that. It's, but... it's kind of the Ferrari and Formula 1 rule, unfortunately.
1: I don't know. Uh, what they, they don't necessarily gain or lose in anything in the reconstruction terms, apart from maybe a loss of one or two old-form games, which must mean a lot to them. If you have if you there, no Celtic
2: fans then it's not the old form anymore, remember?
1: Well, so. exactly. And I do think <laughs> a, a 14-team league is probably where we are going because they don't lose out on this. It doesn't matter if they do Whether they're going to be top six, then the, the remaining eight, was going to be a separate league oh, no, no, all that kind of stuff. But you're still almost guaranteed to have four old form games in a season in the league. Not mind all the kind of cup competitions. Mm-hmm.
0: We've not faced each other in a cup for a while to be fair.
1: Uh, I the league cup final.
0: Yeah, two, yeah but that was a few years back wasn't it? Was I've that last year? It was this season.
1: Ah, it's odd. It, was, it? was
0: it? Yeah. Oh, really. I don't feel it feels a long time ago but uh, that was November. I don't think the podcast was on at that point in time, John, therefore uh, football doesn't that. exist. So, <laughs> yes, exactly, there we go. Showing my knowledge there. Um, I'm w- I'm all for the expansion in the league. Fourteen's a funny number. I... Yeah. Uh, is the Dutch League like 14 teams or something like that?
1: Yeah, the real the one. Dutch League's like a 16, 16. or 18 team league. So yeah. I do there's many 16 team leagues. An 18 team league for some of is too big mm-hmm. even though it's only an extra two teams and it gives you all the games you want.
0: There'd be a lot of tripe if we had an 18
1: league. That's my worry about it. There is. There's a lot of, kind of mid-table obscurity in that. Because
0: you're then promoting teams like area United and Arboroth. um At the yeah. moment, yeah, yeah, you're right. Like, which perhaps don't have the facilities to
2: I'd be interested to see what would happen I mean I guess the European places would stay the same assuming that European competition stands this year we'll have the extra places next year so that at least gives one more team in a bigger league something to play for Um, but uh, it's going to turn into the premiership where you've got the top X amount fighting for the European places and then the rest from what, eighth, even ninth downwards? Mm-hmm. They're looking I'm uh, just consolidate, to stay in the league next year, just don't want to get relegated. Once we've mm-hmm. hit that 40 point barrier, we're good. And that's that worries me a little bit.
1: Um, you know, maybe controversial to say, but I don't think there's actually anything wrong with having a top a, a 12 team league. I think it actually works reasonably well. I know this split has its quirks, but it's. it's, it's I don't think you've ever said this before, <laughs> but okay. I, I don't think it's okay. The, the biggest, you have a your twelve-team league, as it is, if you nullify, it does become a problem of relegation promotion this season. Mm-hmm. With Hartson, whoever was going to get played on the United coming back up again, you have your second league as yes, ten teams, fair enough. And then you move the kind of bottom two and you amalgamate them, and have a twenty-team bottom league. I think it matters more to the teams at the bottom, they're not having to kind of travel as much. So if you're Elgin, you're not playing Stranraer twice a season away. I, th-
0: I think for me, it's all about having the best teams in the best league to make it, you know, look appealing, and then giving enough variety in the the league's further down. If you expand out to 14, at the moment, you would get what Dundee United and Inverness Caledonia and Thistle, um, two reasonable teams coming up. If you expanded further to 16, you would then get Dundee. I think and- bro. Our, bro
1: our bro of... oh, I yeah. can't remember if it's them or if it's or you know, Air United maybe Aire, isn't it? I would say
0: it's Air United, um, which again I think that makes a reasonable league. You expand that out any more, you are
2: then,
0: then you're getting Morton. You're getting Arbro uh, and nobody wants Morton. Nobody wants Morton. No, 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 no. <laughs> um, so uh,
2: I don't know. I, I don't, think, I don't it, think you can go further than. Sixty month. Muff- my argument with the fourteen one is how many games do you play?
0: You'd probably just yeah. play them three times a season in an awkward loop de loop as we kinda of do now.
2: And then have a split at the end of it, so what's the point of changing it? Just have two extra teams in the league. Have
0: I don't that. think I don't think the split really adds anything. Like that's yeah. The That's only tough. time I added anything was on the last day of the season, and this was where where, it, where I was at university, so this would have been, I think, four years ago. Aberdeen played Motherwell, and the winner got third. And I'm sure there was that game where Kilmarnock played Rangers. Oh no, wait a minute. Wait a minute. Oh no, there was the Aberdeen Celtic game two seasons ago, that if Aberdeen won and Rangers lost... Aberdeen got second which they did and then there was the Hibernian were playing Rangers and if Hibernian had beat them by was it six or nine goals they would have gone third and leaped Rangers as well and the final score was like Uh,
2: six each or something like that six each or
0: five-five utterly mental so I actually know the top six does seem to generate some excitement from time to time so that point is good
2: why why does that that's that once in how, how many years like you can get that same excitement by playing teams at the bottom of the like at the bottom of the league.
0: You sound like a salesman now. You get that same excitement if you uh, play like, our bro. It's just, it's the just a different team that you're playing.
2: Like, yeah, I mean, you get the years where Livingston are playing really well. They're in the top half of the split. Are Livingston all that much bigger than like you were saying Dundee United and Dundee yeah. and uh, Burnetts coming up.
0: Arguably much like, smaller.
2: Exactly. So. Like, if that's your bottom four teams in the league, you're not losing anything by not having the split. Mm.
0: But I think uh, we've shown with the discussion here, it is an incredibly complex issue, and there's there's not one solution that everyone's going to tick to, or at least seventy five percent of the teams, you know, after a round of ten out of twelve have agreed to it and stuff like that. Yeah. So
2: I can't make my mind up if I think this is going to pass or not, because I know Saint are... You're gonna. You've obviously got the teams who automatically. It doesn't benefit. You're talking mm-hmm. Rangers. You're talking Edinburgh City, Inverness, and Falkirk.
0: Anyone in a playoff position? this shafts. Totally.
1: But I think some likewise, of anyone's going to get relegated. Yes. Yeah.
2: Any, anybody getting relegated?
0: Hence are why Hearts like, and Partick Thistle are massively opposed.
2: Exactly, um, and is it Strenard as well at the moment? Mm. Um, My other worry is that it cuts off the potential for Lowland League Highland teams teams coming up. Because, I mean, look at what Cole have done. And I know they've pumped money into the club and they've brought big names in. But they're going to be a League One team next year. Well, they should be a League One team next year. Um.
0: Well, we'll see. I don't. I don't know if anyone's making a particularly or a financially big push in the Lowland or Highland League this year. Um, I know some people are certainly
1: ramping up. Well, Kelly Hart's have spent an absolute bloody fortune. But yeah. are they going to win the league? Well, I think it's between them and Bonnie like, They they probably will. I mean, they've got some former kind of Championship players in their team. Yes, Austin being one of them.
0: I'm looking at up Lowland League. It used to be called the Ferrari Packaging Lowland League. No, no, not. Oh, they don't have a sponsor. We should get our name in here, lads. I don't
2: have any money. Yeah, K- uh, are six and? points in front with Bonnie Rick have a game in hand. Oh, so they are. Oh, dear.
0: How do you know so much about football, John? I had no idea who was at the top of that league.
2: Um, and actually, interestingly enough, Shire, there's a
0: BSC Glasgow Spartans, East Kilbride and seventh. They've had a stonking like three years. Geez, oh.
2: They, they, they play well in the cups.
1: Actually, I'll be back in a moment. I think there's someone at my door. <laughs> what?
2: Send them away, social distancing. Are you kidding? Live on camera.
1: Live on camera, this is the worst thing I could ever
0: have. <laughs> we spe- we'll speculate as to what he's up to.
2: I just hope he doesn't walk back in with an oddly shaped package.
0: Well,. <laughs> I was about to say already has one of those and then thought better of it. <laughs> Not that I
2: would know. Well, um I hope I, I think you better hope we're at that stage of the podcast where everybody else is turned off.
0: I presume everyone's tuned out by now exactly. This is this is garbage time.
2: Mm. That's
0: the thing, I just say to people as long as you click on the first five minutes, I'm none the wiser. It still counts as a <laughs> still counts as a watch. So
2: I would believe so at the moment we're looking like broader rangers against Guilty Hearts. To play, I don't even know who's bottom
0: the league too. Uh, Brecon City
2: at the moment. So it is, yeah. Uh, um, it's not like any of the teams that have come out of those low and highland leagues have done badly. No. The top, the top two are the two teams that have come up.
0: Yeah. And the, mm, I don't know. It's up to powers that be whether they get the chance to to do that or not. I'm suspecting at the moment they're not going to get the chance to do that.
2: Um, and I, I—that's I, fine. Like for this season, if that's the case, I can let it go. I—I mm-hmm. as I, I, any restructure that happens needs to include the pyramid system. Mm.
1: You get your uh, your goods, John. <sighs> the pills arrive for you. Amazon have absolutely no regard for podcasts or. <laughs>
0: Not endorsed, by the way, by Sky Sports <laughs> or Amazon, as mentioned by tonight, or a Heineken can that you might have seen John Don't drinking.
1: Know, he left it at the door.
0: Mm. Or the Denver Broncos, or... um Denver Broncos, Come on, son.
2: this
0: one's Denver. Yeah. Was Denver. See, I know my logos, John. Uh, nor the Mighty Ducks, as is, is behind me, or Tenerife Football Club, as John is wearing. Oh, darn, I knew it was a <laughs> Balearic
2: island.
0: <laughs> <laughs> um... I've totally lost
1: my chain of thought Sorry but I, I disturbed him Sorry We
0: was just talking about Lowland Highland
1: League Who's top of the Highland League? Aurora Rangers
2: They
1: won mine Comfortably
2: we'll Comfortably
1: um, in, in fact they mean, even,
2: I don't know, I don't <coughs> know how their leagues work but... Did you see the thing in the rugby One of the teams Had won the league Like They were so far ahead It was, it was mathematically impossible For them to be caught No Null and void uh-huh. I, well you've got to call them champions like, <laughs> they have won it like it's, it's it's over and done with it's not mm-hmm. like if they don't get promoted then fine but you can't tell them that they didn't win
1: the league this year yeah they've done this in England uh, one of the kind of really proper Sunday league teams they had won every single game they played 27 won 27 and they null avoided the league so they didn't win anything despite winning 27 games in the doubt
0: the problem is the league's made up of all the other clubs and what's the best thing for them is to void it after they've been beaten by them eh, week in week out I know that um, you know the the cannonball run like the thing they do when they drive across America on the fastest time ever that record was recently broken um, obviously because there's currently no traffic on the road um, and it's really easy to do however do you say that the record's been broken or do you say because of unusual circumstances?
1: No, you'll do oh. what Rangers fans have been saying all along. You oh, say, no. yeah, you've done it, but you probably asterisk beside it just to make sure. <laughs> the one, it,
2: by the way, Brora have won the league. Like it, it, it's yeah, they busted. called it. Yeah.
1: yeah. Oh, yeah. So, they, 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 um,
2: hey. the, one, the one thing I cannot get behind is Rangers fans saying, oh, we need to look back to the last time everybody had played each other. Because if, if you go back to the last time everybody had played each other, right, Rangers win the league. Christmas. Just before Christmas.
0: Yeah. Right. Oh, right. Oh, yeah, that first. I, I,
2: only see, I was talking about
0: doing that in the lower leagues. Like, you round back to after they'd all played each other three times.
2: You, the, the only way that these end up is null and void or keep the standings as they are. Or, I mean, in an ideal world, this all gets better next week and we just finish the season.
0: That's but not going to happen. It's not going
2: to happen. But like, I, I
0: think... If you leave it as it stands, you're only really going to have three or four clubs that are very upset. Now, out of forty-two, is that a lot? No, no. Are there a lot of Hearts fans that would be very angry? Yes, but
2: you know, don't leave oh, your club. Please, bottom, please, leave. Please, yeah, exactly. It's the same. As much as as a Falkirk fan, I'd
0: be devastated. As I said to my pupils who sat at the prelims earlier in the year, try your best at all times because it could come back to bite you. And lo and behold, it <laughs> blimmin' did come back to bite them. Yeah. So, to Scottish football teams, you should always be trying your best, okay? <laughs> Who knows when you'll be struck down by a, a pandemic. Yeah. self definitely going out of the way. To,
2: their, their players have now been uh, announced. Players, boss and staff take wage cut. Not just <laughs> staff and boss now.
0: Take them a, a jolly old time to do that. <laughs> in the first place I think they were getting they were getting slack because someone was going in and turning on the disco lights to film some social media videos and things like that during the week and were like we're considering this as an essential worker seriously yeah
2: like um, I, think, I do think footballers are getting a hard time with it there are plenty of well paid jobs in the world and it's just because like there aren't there's plenty of well paid workers out there that aren't doing anything that aren't being asked to take a pay cut T- clubs that are, I think, some of them are still
1: working though.
2: Yeah, clubs that are furloughing people—that's a different matter. But I don't. I'm not a hundred percent behind. Oh, they must take a wage cut. They must.
0: I think, within reason, yes. If you're a Premier League footballer, you should absolutely be taking a wage cut because you're being paid far too much money as it stands. If you are, say, you know, a League One, a League Two footballer down south you know, you're saving your cash to kind of get you through your later years when you go off and start your own business or start your second career or something like that. So for those guys, the money they get now is incredibly important. Um, and I agree with you that they shouldn't be such easy targets as perhaps yeah. they have been. Um, although that it, it, like the Liverpool stuff and things the other day is a little bit ridiculous. It, uh, uh, the
2: idea that a football club would uh, and not do it for the players... Exactly.
1: Right. That's the bit that really smacks it's that's the bit of hurts. is basically you you're somebody's on minimum wage, your physio or whatever well you've got somebody like Van Dyke who's on you can put any bit yeah. of money with two hundred grand yeah. a week. Yeah. And you're paying him full whack but you're not paying them well, any pay anything the at all. Seven
2: an hour or whatever. Yeah, that,
1: that like, that's the bit that's gonna rankle people. Um, I don't think it's a slight against the players, although they are obviously they kinda of figurehead it all. It's the people behind the scenes in the clubs that should be taking the hit and, and taking the blame for all of this. They've handled it shockingly bad.
0: Like, They're cruel um, organisations. They have no no
1: community at heart
0: anymore. It's all about the no, big it's all,
1: it's, it's business, driven by the bottom line. But as is everything these days. Oh, I mean, I, yeah. I get. We take hit on the. You know, football players should take. Wage cuts and all that, and so should other kind of multi millionaires out there who are working for big banks and stuff. Fundamentally, the big banks are all still working though.
0: The big you know, banks so, do you want to be employed by in the future, John? Yes, hello people. <laughs> You're not doing well, well for future employment
1: tonight. <laughs> in all seriousness, though, these guys actually, they, it's all well and good saying, like, well, football players aren't really working as such at the moment. Mm-hmm. So it's almost kind of right to say they should be either furloughed or deferring wages and things like that.
2: Furlough is different it's, though. Furlough is
1: very different. Furlough is there. I know so it, that. It's for the poorest of the poor to get them through this. And it's, it's absolutely wrong for massive institutions like football clubs to be doing it. But football clubs off the size of Liverpool, Man City, all that kind of thing, who have so much cash you don't know what to do with. Agreed. Well,
0: you, you kiboshed my goods. I was going to end it and when you said bottom line, and I was like, and that will. That segues me in nicely. And then you were like, nope, one more thing. I was like, darn, you've killed my smooth segue." So on that note, on that happy, positive note of not paying your staff, (laughs) the doom and gloom, John now getting a job with a future financial institution and Fraser saying hi to his friend Gary or whatever his name was. Um, On that note, thanks for uh, listening, stroke watching from myself, Paul. Cheers, guys. You now, Fraser.
2: That was, that was very odd. That was like you were going to say something else. <laughs> there. Cheers, folks. Sure.
0: Thanks. Cheers. And thank you, Gary, for making it all the way to the end of the episode, as you freaking better <laughs> have, because we've mentioned it three <laughs> 11 times now. Um, if you have made it to the end of the episode, like, subscribe, it helps us loads. And be sure to follow us on all of our social media platforms, at Manager. Uh, you'll find us somewhere in there. So, have a good evening, a good afternoon, and a good morning.
1: Bye-bye.